0: Boom, 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 boom. I'm going to Wichita. Something in my bed. I'm going to fuck you up. na 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 That's what I fucking said. na 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 it is me, your boy, Stu McAllister. With me, as always, are the dogs. Wing Dog, thank you for being here. Say dog, thank you for being over there. It is, uh, what's today? Thursday, the 11th. It's November 11th. It's 11 11. Uh, does that mean anything to you? Like, it used to be some sort of weird thing, like. Uh, it's eleven eleven. Make a wish. Some shit like that, right? Uh, I, I don't know why that's a thing, but apparently it is. Everyone's all be someone would message me or they'd Facebook post, but yeah, it's eleven eleven. Make a wish. I guess that's no dumber than me doing the whole rabbit thing. Uh, as the first word that you say of the new month. Like, I don't know how that became a thing. It's a southern thing. My mom told me about it. My mom has lived in Buffalo, western New York area, um, I don't know, 54, 55-plus years. My mom grew up in Virginia. She now has... uh, her southern accent has, has come back. And God knows why that has happened. Um, I get that you have it. I get that you lose it. I don't get that it comes back when no one around you is talking in the same way. Do you think... Is it some like weird brain thing? You, you know, like someone has a traumatic brain injury and then all of a sudden they start speaking Italian or some shit like that. Now, I'm not saying that my mom had a traumatic brain injury, but I'm just curious as to why why has that happened? Why has my mom, who, di- who did not have a southern accent the entire time I grew up, now suddenly have her southern accent again? Um... I get it. If she moved back down, I get it. I, I understand if you're surrounded by people, you start to talk about the people or talk like the people Um. and, and you share that same accent, right? I get it. But now, I don't fucking know. I don't fucking, like, uh, there is clearly a distinct accent uh, in Michigan. There is a Michigander accent. I don't believe I've picked it up. I don't think I'll ever pick it up. I talk how I talk, and that's how I'm talking. <laughs> right? Yes? Yes? I heard today, like there's, you guys have heard that whole, uh, what's his face? What's the name of that fucking kid in Wisconsin? Rittenhouse? I don't know, Kyle Rittenhouse? That's his name? Of course his name's Kyle. Fuck you, Kyle. (laughs) He's the asshole kid, 17 years old. He lives in Illinois. He feels it's his God-given duty to go to Kenosha, Fucking Kenosha, Wisconsin. They got cheese and shit there. He goes up there because this happened last year when apparently there was like some rioting, people mad about race issues, everything else that's going on in the world. And then he felt, hey, I'm 17. They need me up there. No, they fucking don't, Kyle. Stay at home, bitch. <laughs> Stay at home with your mom. Suck your mom's teeth. But he goes up there uh, to save the property. And he takes a big old rifle of some kind. And you guys know me, I'm not a gun dude. I don't know. Uh, I think it was an AR 15. I don't know. Am I wrong? Probably. Was it a hunting rifle? I don't think it was a hunting rifle. I think it was made more for shit other than, I'm going to go into the woods and shoot a fucking deer. He had it, so, hey, I'm going to go to Kenosha and shoot some motherfuckers. He denies that. I'm going to say this, though, everybody. If you have a gun and you're taking it to a rally or a protest, or if you're taking it specifically to a place where, where there's rioting and looting going on, you're going there because you fully expect to blast a motherfucker in the face. Now, am I saying a motherfucker uh, didn't deserve it? I don't know. I wasn't fucking there. But I am saying you took this shit. You're expecting to use it. When you use it, Every gun owner I've, t- I've ever talked to has said, if you have a gun and you're pointing it at someone, you're pointing at them to kill them. You're not trying to shoot them in the fucking leg. You're trying to shoot them in the goddamn face. <laughs> shoot them in the face. So uh, the reason I'm bringing this whole thing up, the trial is going on. Good old Kyle shot three motherfuckers. Killed two of them. He's got pretty good aim, apparently. One of them survived. The the third one survived. And now he's on trial for his life. For killing these motherfuckers. Now, the judge seems like a fucking piece of shit. Imagine that. A judge that is a piece of shit. (laughs) You lawyers out there know what I'm talking about. Uh, he has set some weird parameters around the whole thing. Like he's the people who died. Apparently, the prosecutor can't refer to them as victims. What do you refer to them as? The, the the recently departed, the deceased. Like they were victim. This motherfucker shot them. They're victims. They're dead. But uh. Apparently, today, too, his phone went off. It had, apparently, his phone is some sort of, like, Trump song or some shit. I don't know. What an asshole. He immediately should recuse himself for having a goddamn ringtone. The <laughs> people still have ringtones? Do people don't answer their phones anymore. What's the point of a ringtone if you're not even going to answer your phone? People should just have their phone on vibrate or off. Mine is always, like, off. I I don't want to know if anyone's fucking calling me. I don't give a shit. But I heard the guy talk, and he clearly has a Wisconsin fucking accent. Hey, I'm the motherfucker, and this is how it's going to fucking go. I know I look evil as shit, and I am. But this is, you know, you you turn into fucking evil when you're a judge. You got all this fucking power, and power corrupts, right? Absolute power corrupts absolutely. (laughs) He just sounds like a shit fuck. (laughs) Hey, if you're new to this podcast, everybody, it's all about me, your boy, Stu McAllister, comedian who doesn't comede anymore. Uh, I I basically just, I podcast, I say shit, I give away free shit on Twitter, uh, on my Twitter account, Bill's shit, Buffalo Bills, I'm a Buffalo Bills mafia guy, and uh, I podcast, and I bitch about my day job, working for Dippin' Dot Ice Cream, and then I rant about things going on in the world, kind of like what I just did with uh, Judge Fucknuts. And uh, the tagline of the podcast is "constant swearing occasionally funny And that's what you'll find it to be You're like, God damn, this fucker swears a whole lot Is he ever getting funny? He does say occasionally funny Not always funny Yeah, you got a point there You're absolutely right no, I apologize I'll sit here in the back and fuck myself <laughs> Speaking of fucking yourself uh, My main man, John Midgley of Magic JBM fame on the old facial book. Go check out his page for magic shit. Magic JBM. He's a very talented magician, artist, social worker, all sorts of other shit. And uh, he messaged me quite early this morning, or maybe it was late last night. I cannot remember. But he's like, ah, oh, hey, man. Ah. Uh, I I do a podcast. I'm like, ah, you motherfucker. I don't need another person to do a podcast that's probably better than mine. <laughs> it wouldn't take a whole lot. Probably better than mine. And the people will go listen to that and then not listen to mine. This guy's super fucking talented. And he's doing a goddamn podcast. But apparently he's been doing the podcast for a while. But he took a... Uh, you took a three-year break. <laughs> Every once in a while, you get bored with shit. You know how it goes. And you need a fucking breather, right? You need a fucking breather. I get it. If you have know, three years, that's pretty normal. I've said before on this podcast, the majority of people who start podcasts stop doing them, I think, like after three months. Because the energy goes away. The direction of the podcast was never really set Uh, So it just becomes a fiasco And I think everybody believes, or a good good portion of people believe That their podcast is going to make them a fucking millionaire This is how I'm going to support myself Holy shit, holy fuck I am just going to ramble into a goddamn microphone And I'm going to entertain the masses And they'll throw money at me and appetizers will come crawling out of the woodwork. Oh my God, that's how it's gonna go. And then they quickly realize uh, that they're shit. <laughs> that they they don't have any direction. It takes more than just rambling into a microphone. There's time and energy into it. And so when they realize, oh fuck, I'm not I'm not gonna fucking do a goddamn fucking thing with this shit. And then they, uh, and then they stop. I'm like, well, it's yeah, you you should stop, you fuck. So, uh, hold on. Uh, I'm social. Oh, All right, it's uh, the name of the podcast is called the Socially Awkward, and uh, he um, he's got a whole bunch. Oh, I guess the last one he did, I thought it was recent. I guess I'm wrong. The last one he did was December 21st of uh, 2020, so he hasn't done one in a while. And the name of the po- uh, that specific episode, uh, number 79, is Who Invited Satan to Christmas? <laughs> and I listened to it, and I enjoyed it. I think it's he does it with his wife. I don't know if they always do or not, but he did this one with his wife. And they talked about I not I don't quite understand John. Tell me why. They they talked about the origins of a Ghost Rider. <laughs> That's very odd comic book from Marvel that uh, it got turned into a movie with Nick Cage. He plays essentially this uh, stunt rider, this motorcycle stunt rider, a la Evil Knievel kind of shit, and. Uh, he he makes a pact with the devil and the devil kind of tricks him and then the devil kind of imbues him with uh, some power to go hunt down demons for him i guess right demons who've escaped hell and he wants them back and he's like hey ghost rider good old johnny blaze go go get them for me and uh it was an interesting it was an interesting uh recap ...of the origin story. Uh, so I enjoyed it. It was a half hour. Good for fucking him. Too many podcasts, they ramble. Everybody's like, go listen to Joe Rogan. It's two and a half hours. That's a lot of fucking... My day taken up by Joe Rogan. I don't want fucking two and a half uh, hours of my year taken up by Joe Rogan. Let alone a fucking podcast. Fuck that guy. Like, It's weird how I like Joe Rogan so much... And then he, and then he just kind of turned into this fucking weirdo. And I, I, I'm not here for it. I am not here for Joe Rogan. But I am here for John Midgley. So if you give a shit, it was over on Podbean. There's only two episodes that are on Podbean. The one I listened to, and then the other one, the uh, where he talked about the Nashville bombing, I guess. Yeah. And he just kind of rambles, him, him and his wife. I dig it. The editing is much better than mine. Uh, he clearly is more talented than I am, and he clearly cares more than I do. I don't give a shit. There is zero editing done with this. I hit uh, start, record on the uh, Radio Shack tape recorder, and then I fucking just talk. And then uh, when I'm done, I hit stop, and then I post it immediately no sound beds no fucking uh editing no uh what is what's the dumb fucking sound machine thing with all the fucking fart noises and everything else i got i don't have that i find that thing to be way more interesting and and funnier the less you use it you know you listen to these fucking morning radio shows and they just every other fucking thing is another dumb sound effect uh fucking a dog barking, a car honking uh, someone cat calling, whatever and you're like it's it's lost it's luster less is more sometimes. I started listening a little bit to uh a pod a podcast a a, a morning radio show there's a guy. Who used to do morning radio here in the great city of Grand Rapids, Michigan. I got to know him years ago. He moved, he moved away to, to bigger, bigger scenes, bigger adventures, right? I followed along. He moved to Evansville. He moved to Indianapolis. He moved to San Antonio. You know, he's not not huge markets, bigger, bigger than Grand Rapids, but he, he's back. He's back, baby. He's back. His name is uh Joe Pesh and he's on 957 now I love me some Joe Pesh I'm not gonna lie he's a good he's a good dude he's got talent clearly because uh, he's still doing morning radio he's got some talent but uh maybe because of the uh the radio station he's on 957 it's kind of like a soccer mom station I guess top 40 station it used to be the station I listened to all the goddamn time but the songs started changing and it started becoming more I guess a younger demographic that's what they were gearing for I'm turning into the old fuck <laughs> uh, but I find that like the soccer mom stations are a little more constraining and, and I you know I follow a couple of the morning shows. On social media that are kind of the soccer mom stations. And I find them to be absolutely uh, atrocious. <laughs> if Big Joe, if you're listening to this, man, you are not atrocious. The show that you happen to be a part of is. So there is a difference. Because, again, I think it's the expectations of this is what we want. Go do it. And you're like, ah, oh, fuck, you want this garbage? Yes. They're always, you know, having things like uh, phone call of the day, text of the day, question of the day or whatever. And it's always like, oh my God, Jill's boyfriend, uh, he flirts with the Starbucks uh, lady. And uh, I think it's inappropriate that he's flirting with the Starbucks barista. What should I do every goddamn day? And I'm like, oh, fucking shoot me in the face. None of this stuff matters. It's the, the whole War of the Roses. I told you guys many, many podcasts ago, the War of the Roses is fake. And if you guys don't know what I'm talking about, it's it's where there's a scenario where they, they, uh, they call a guy and they catch the guy in like a lie and then his girlfriend or wife or whatever is on the line and then the two of them get into a fight and it's this big brouhaha. And I'll tell you, it's it's all a lie because I've been one of those guys. Like they call, they have actors and comedians and whoever on the ready, and you just call into these stations. Like there is a, a I don't know, not a manager, or a booker, or somebody like that, and um, you get booked that way and you get paid not a lot. I think it was like twenty bucks, forty bucks, something like that per phone call, and you can only do like one every couple months i haven't done it in forever a lot of it has to do with the fact of like i never enjoyed it because uh you're you're improvising, which i like but you're you you're only as good as the partner you're with you don't know your partner you don't know what's going on they want you to swear a whole lot i feel weird swearing on the air but they're like oh yeah you know we're not we're not this isn't live so we'll just uh this isn't live <laughs> the old radio but this ain't live we can just cut out the fucking uh, the, the swears and the, it'll be great. Whatever. All that stuff, shit. So I don't believe any of these these texts that they get the email of the day. I don't believe any of that stuff. Someone someone at the station is uh, writing stuff in, or they use a service. All of these radio conglomerations have a service where they get like news stories of the day. It was funny because. I was listening to, to my regular morning show that I listen to and he talked about a story and then it went to commercials. so then I flipped it over to the, the Big Joe show and he was talking about the same goddamn story. Now, is it possible that that could have happened? Yeah, but is it more likely that they're like oh, we're all going to use this fucking service. Here's a, hun- here's a hundred headlines of the day for you to talk about random dumb shit. We're going to make it easy and people subscribe, Your know, stations subscribe to it. They pay X amount of dollars per month or year or whatever for it. And there you go. Am I, am I fucking revealing a lot of shit behind the curtains? Yeah, I don't give a fuck. Not, it's all fake. God damn it, it's fake. I just want there to be more people, like more talking and less music in the morning. Like interesting talking. Two people three people, let's talk, let's go. Local shit, right? So wherever you live, you want local shit. Like, that's that's the problem with syndication is like, oh, I got a guy who's based out of fucking Cleveland. I don't give a shit about what's going on in Cleveland, and he sure as fuck ain't talking about anything going on here in Grand Rapids so uh but all that shit's going away because of money um people just they, they can't afford stuff the stations can't afford stuff it's awful everybody's listening to podcasts or spotify or pandora or youtube or whatever it's all everything's going away it's all sad as shit it's a bummer you know it's not a bummer i got heat in the house stu has got heat in the house he's got heat in the house i got heat in the house, I'm not going to freeze to death. The guy came today to fix my furnace. It's been wonderful. Uh, he got it going. He probably wasn't even here an hour. And uh, it cost me $1,000. <laughs> Fucking Christ. I need, if, if you have a child, do not tell them to go to school, to college. Fuck college. Tell them to go to trade school. Tell them to become a uh, heating and cooling guy, HVAC guy, a plumber, electrician, a mechanic, any of that shit. That's where the money is. Fuck this. I was a sociology major. What a fucking waste of money. They should have let me go to college for free. They're like, yeah, you're not going to make any money as a sociologist. Come on in here. You get to go for free. For free? Thanks. Yeah, when you graduate, you ain't going to do shit, though. You're going to be a fucking goddamn barista. Well, that's okay. So the guy, he wasn't even here an hour. This is the guy who came last week to kind of look over the whole thing. He told me everything was junk. He told me that my old thermostat, that the company he works for, uh, that sold me it, he said, yeah, that's shit. That's junk. Ah, oh, fuck. Thanks, man. Um, and this dude, he looked just like Santa Claus. He could get a job. Working at the mall as Santa. It probably doesn't make as much money as an HVAC guy, but whatever. But he came in. I now have a wireless thermostat that I can put anywhere on a wall. I guess I don't fucking know. And uh, he and he and he left. He did it and he left. He um, he he smells. He smells. He smells like cigarettes. Goddamn, not only does Santa Claus uh, go down chimneys, he also smokes like a chimney. Jesus Christ. He, like I mentioned the last time I talked about this guy, I smelled him before I saw him. Uh, It's unfortunate. I'm sure he's a nice dude uh, when he's not smoking heaters. (laughs) But, But fuck. But I got heat, and I like it. Heat's good, man. Heat is good. Uh, I had mentioned yesterday, I think, about um, the little Debbie ice cream that's only getting sold at Walmart. I uh, I haven't had it yet. I want to get it, um, but you know, I never think I don't shop at Walmart ever. I mean, not on purpose. I don't necessarily have any problems with it. But uh, listener of the podcast, uh, Mark, he messaged me today and he goes, Hey man, hey man, I'm on the Walmart website and it's telling me that the Walmart in Fremont has, has the Little Debbie Ice Cream. I'm like, oh, fuck. Um, that's awesome. I'm going to have to get up there. But then I was like, ah... I don't know where the fuck is Fre- where the fuck's Fremont. I have no idea where Fremont is, so I just Google it. And uh, the Fremont Walmart is uh, over an hour away from my house. <laughs> fuck, there's all these WalMarts here in town. How do they not have any here in town, Mark? I don't understand it. I I don't see myself driving over an hour. To uh the, the Walmart in Fremont to get the little Debbie ice cream. I fucking I wanna get it. But uh fucking um I don't know, man. Uh, have you guys had it? Let me know. I'm down if I fucking remember. Let me let me I gotta check right now though. Mark, Mark, I'm not doubting your skills. I am not doubting your skills, but what I am doubting is that there's only the one Walmart that has it? I mean, there's got to be a Walmart here in Grand Rapids that has a little W ice cream, right? All right. A Walmart, right? Probably just Walmart.com, am I right? Yeah, Walmart.com. Okay. Spinning Wheel of Death That's coming up. There it is. Uh L I little whoops. Little Debbie ice cream. There it is. Oh my god. There were no search results for Little Debbie ice cream. What the fuck? How little let's just do little Debbie and bingo bingo bongo little Debbie all right now it's got everything Uh, Swiss rolls honey buns fudge rounds donuts devil creams devil squares zebra cake rolls I'm a fan of the zebra cake rolls mini muffins banana twin banana twins (laughs) is that like Big Jim and the twins Holy shit, it's got all of these things. Uh but no little Debbie ice cream? Really? What? No fuck. No, uh now Mark, I don't know. I don't even know how you found out where that it's in Fremont. Shit. Well hell. That sucks. I guess I'm never gonna have it. Uh alright, I've done a lot of fucking rambling. Um, let's stop talking about the rambling. Let's stop talking about it. Um, let's talk about this. A lot of people here in the great state of Michigan do not care for the ladies in charge of our state. We got the uh, Secretary of State, Jocelyn Benson. We got our governor, uh, Governor Gretchen Whitmer. And then we got uh, our Attorney General dana Nessel, right is that her name dana Nessel? yes apparently dana uh she's got no problems fucking getting handboned, <laughs> and more power to her all right go and get hand i don't give a shit does it interfere with your job at all like is it the weekend yeah are you at your home or whatever? Yeah. Do you want to get hand Fuck yeah. Then go get hand I don't give a shit. You're a grown-ass adult. Do whatever the hell you want. I mean, as long as it's not affecting other people, not affecting your job, none of that shit, then we're good to go. But apparently she went to the uh, Michigan-Michigan State game. And I don't know if she's a Michigan fan or a Michigan State fan, but she got there. And apparently she got hammered. She apparently had two Bloody Marys on an empty stomach while tailgating. And then apparently while she was tailgating and they're walking into the stadium. Oh, looks as though she's a Michigan fan. She had a Michigan hat on. Apparently she just got fucking ripped off those two fucking bloodies, buddy. Oh, it's a bloody buddy. And she got hammered. And uh, apparently she was falling asleep and she was covering her head with her hat and she wasn't doing so hot. And her friends are like, hey man, we should probably get you out of here so that you don't vomit on your constituents. (laughs) They actually said that. We got to get you out of here. Otherwise you might vomit on your constituents. Jesus Christ, how hammered was she? So apparently she's going up the stairs and she's kind of stumbling. So someone grabbed her a wheelchair. Where the fuck are they grabbing her a wheelchair? Is this some kind of like weird privilege at the uh, stadiums that I'm not aware of because I'm not a fucking rich and or famous individual? Holy fuck, McAllister's drunk out of his goddamn mind. He had 57 Coors banquets. Get the fucking wheelchair and wheel his ass out. So they wheeled her out and someone drove her home. Whatever, right? Whatever. But, but, this is the part I don't understand. She's apologizing for it. She said, I am human. Sometimes I screw up. This was definitely one of those times. My apologies to the entire state of Michigan for this mishap, but especially that Michigan fan sitting behind me. Sometimes, some things you can't unsee. <laughs> what did she do? She fucking went to a football game. She tailgated. She got ripped. And uh, she went home. She didn't drive drunk. She didn't start a fight. Um, according to this article, it sounds as though she didn't puke on anybody. She just got fucking ripped on her own free time. And she paid for it the next day, I'm sure. Because she's my age, I think. I think she's like in her 40s. And uh, when you're in your 40s, you feel like shit the next day when you get ripped. But why is she apologizing? No one cares who gives a shit. to To be perfectly fucking honest, I mean, I know what she looks like. But if I were to see her, in a uh, in a store, I would I'd have no fucking clue who she was. I wouldn't know. I'm mean, be like, oh my god, there's the uh, attorney general for the state of Michigan, Dana Nessel. Do you people know who your attorney general is? Like, if you don't live from Michigan, do you? You probably don't. You probably sh- shouldn't, right? What's the point of knowing your attorney general? I don't know if that's something you should know. I don't know. No. I I kind of feel like uh, it's kind of like NFL referees. If you know the name of an NFL referee, it's because they fucked up. You don't want to know their names. So I'm not saying that she fucked up, but I don't think I want to know her name. So I don't. You don't need to apologize, Dina. How many other people were that, that game who got fucking hand Started a fight, puked on somebody, got kicked out. Don't you worry, Dana. You're team one too. Who gives a shit? You got hammered. Good for you. You're a human being, god damn it. You didn't do anything wrong. Keep doing what you're doing. Keep doing what you're doing, you motherfuckers. Oh my god, you motherfuckers. This is this is who I think you should be going after though. This happened up in northern Michigan, uh, Cadillac area, good old Wexford County. Two juveniles, two Utes. What's a Ute? Two Utes! In an out-of-state Ute. They've been under investigation since September of 2020. So over a year these fuckers have been being investigated by the state police why what did they do stu what did they do these three fucking utes were using social media to intimidate and we're using sex tor- torsion sextortion jesus christ i hate these dumb made-up words apparently somehow they had managed to get naked pictures and maybe uh sexually explicit photos that they were uh, using to blackmail people. Wexford County Prosecutor's Office conducted a review of the investigation and authorized three count felony petitions for each of the three suspects for distribution of child sexually abusive material, possession of child sexual abuse material, and use of a computer to commit a crime. Troopers are using the case to remind parents to be vigilant in protecting their children from potential online predators and cyberbullying. So it's weird, like the all these kids can like they can all take pictures of themselves naked selfies, whatever. They send it to other people, whatever. But they're all fucking kids. So if this 15 year old has a picture of their goddamn fifteen year old girlfriend, she's topless or naked or whatever. That's child porn, man. Fuck. You dummy. I don't know. I guess I don't know if they were trying to get money or or what from other people, but they were doing it, and it's disturbing to me. Clearly, they knew what they were doing. These motherfuckers, and these motherfuckers. Uh, I, I I wouldn't trust them as far as I could throw them, and I can't throw them very far. I'm I'm an old ass man. I can't afford shit. I'll break my back. So what do I want to see? I don't know. It doesn't tell me how old these guys were. Are they seventeen? Are they fourteen? Like how old are these? juveniles, these Utes. But, uh, fucking hit them hard. Hit them in the balls. just weird. That's why you gotta be careful, everybody. When you're taking fucking pictures of your hoo-ha or your wing-wang or whatever the fuck you got, uh, be mindful of who you're sending it to. Do you trust these people? Where you know, where the fuck are they gonna are they gonna post it? Are they gonna share it? Cause if they share it, they send it to their best friend, their ma. Hey Ma, look at this huge cock I'm fucking. Then the mom's like, Oh my god, that's a huge cock, I gotta share it. And then things just kinda go viral. You just gotta be careful, everybody. Be careful. Fuck these kids too, man. Fuck these dumbass punks. Fuck these dumbass punks. Fuck these dumbass punks. Let's stick with law. Today's a law day. You guys know me. I love me some goddamn uh, street justice. I fucking love that shit. It's the best. Nothing better than some good old street justice. Which is weird considering how much I'm not a big fan of like guns or whatever. I don't know. But uh, Portugal is doing something. They're like, "Oh man, we're fucking drawing a line in the sand, and this is it. this is it." They made a new law. Portugal recently introduced a law that bans employers from contacting workers outside of the regular hours by phone message or email. Holy shit! I get a lot of texts from my boss like over the weekend and after hours. Just to kind of let me know about what's going on. Or he'll message me like, hey, do you want to work or whatever? And uh, I don't necessarily have a problem with it. Maybe my boundaries aren't as healthy that way. But uh, in Portugal, they're like, fuck you, employers. It says here, the employer must respect the privacy of the worker, including periods of rest and family time the new law stipulates. Any violation it continues constitutes a serious offense could result in a fine. The law was passed by the Portuguese Parliament last Friday and came into effect the following day. Portugal has been led by a socialist government for six years. Oh my God, a socialist government. Though Prime Minister Antonio Costa could be pushed out of power early next year, the country's president recently called a snap election for late January amid a standoff over the budget. So it sounds like they got problems with budgets like we always got fucking problems. Do you guys get bothered by your work? Do they ask you to come in or they tell you shit? It's easy enough to ignore emails, Fuck emails. It's easy enough to ignore the phone. Don't answer the phone. Text, I always get a look at. I'm, I'm most likely to respond to a text, but shit. That it doesn't bother me. I don't think I've ever really had a job where it's bothered me, other than I always hated when I was back doing social work and I'd have to be on call for the weekend, like if shit's going down in Chinatown, someone need to be there to, to handle business. You know, like once a month. You'd have to take a weekend or whatever. You'd fucking be on call. It always sucked. I hated it. But part of the job. Part of the job. All right, everybody. Now, you know, one of my favorite podcasts is another episode podcast. That's Matt Harper and Mandy Lane. They talk about movies that shaped their childhood. Every Wednesday, they drop new episodes talking about movies that are good 20 years old plus. It's always good. And it's uh, November, so in November they like to do all Tom Hanks movies. They call it Hanksgiving. How about that? Matt's really into wordplay, Hanksgiving. So they dropped an episode yesterday, Toy Story. But uh, one of one of my favorite Tom Hanks movies that I don't think gets enough love is uh, The Green Mile, Stephen King book, turned into a movie. I fucking, I thought it was great. Tom Hanks uh plays like head of uh, the prison cell for fucking uh, death row inmates. It's good. It's good, good fucking movie. Go watch it. I think it's on HBO Max right now. if you've never seen it, if you have uh, access to HBO Max, go watch it. It's great. But um there's there was a role in there played by uh, Michael Clark Duncan, uh, Rips to Duncan. He dead now. He did. But uh, he played that role, and apparently that role was offered to someone else before Michael Clark Duncan took it. And I was like, wow, he, fucking, he nailed that role. I thought he did a great job with it. Who the fuck would they have offered it to? Now, if you've never seen the movie, uh, Michael Clark Duncan... Uh, plays a large African American man. God, what was his name in the movie? Jim or something? I cannot remember. But who do you know that's a large African American male? Uh, if you said Shaq, you'd be fucking correct. Shaq says that was my role that it was offered to me, and I said, go fuck yourself. I don't want this role the reason he said he didn't want to do it is because I didn't want to play the down South African American guy during slavery. I didn't want to play that role. But the guy who played it, Michael Clark Duncan, did an excellent job. I think I made the right decision because he did way better than I could have. But I got offered that role. And uh, yeah, I like Shaq. But Shaq is a shitty motherfucking actor. Have you ever seen a movie with Shaq in it and went, oh, fuck, that was a great movie. Oh, my God, Oscar nomination for sure headed for Shaq. Shaq would have destroyed that role, and not in a good way. Shaq, clearly one of the greatest basketball players of our generation. Uh, Very entertaining as a basketball uh, sportscaster, announcer, fucking goofball. He's good commercial spokesperson although I don't think I've ever used anything that he has ever fucking uh, promoted again that's one of those things everybody I've said I don't I've never used a product because they've had a celebrity endorsement if anything else I've been like fuck that guy I don't want it so thank you Shaq thank you for turning down that role you being in that movie would have made it so much worse There were so many good fucking uh, actors in that fucking movie, right? Let me see here. It was Tom Hanks, uh, Michael Clark Duncan, as I said. Um, And then there was that guy, what's his name, David Morse? Is that his name? He was one of the guards. Sam Rockwell, James Cromwell, Bonnie Hunt. So many good... Patricia Clarkson, Jesus Christ. Harry Dean Stanton, so many fucking big names were in that movie. And to have thrown in Shaq, Jesus Christ, stinker, he would have wrecked that movie. So thank you, Shaq. Thank you for fucking realizing that you suck balls and uh, stay in your goddamn lane and just talk about basketball and do dumb commercials for the general uh, insurance company <laughs> fucking idiot alright everybody that is it I am uh, done for the night I gotta do a lot of shit uh, cause tomorrow's gonna be a busy day for work and then I'm headed to Detroit to go see good old fucking Billy Burr so, uh, so no Patreon tomorrow for sure maybe a Patreon Saturday uh, I'm going to the Grapples it all kinda depends so, uh, oh, but I will, and uh, I have made my bets, everybody, my NFL bets. If any of you give a shit, I made my NFL bets, uh, only three games this week, but uh, I guarantee I'm gonna go three for three. I guarantee it, and by guarantee it, I mean, I just jinxed myself, and uh, I'm probably gonna go oh for three. Last week was a bad My last week was my first losing week. God damn, I was two for six yikes yikes thank god one of my winners was the underdog so uh i'm still in i'm still playing with house money but uh, i'll be talking about that for sure so uh all right everybody that's it if you enjoy this shit then go consider subscribing to the patreon just five bucks a month uh help me pay for my furnace (laughs) and uh there you go it's the same shit it's just more of this shit I actually had uh, someone message me and go, "Hey man, I really do enjoy your podcast a whole lot." And I was like, "Wow, it's, it's very nice to hear." I don't understand why you do like it, but I appreciate that you do. So, thank you for doing that. Uh, thank you to all the Patreon subscribers who do that. Again, uh, one less ice smoke and smoke in your life, and you're giving it to me instead. So, uh, please go like our Facebook page and the Twitter page. I kind of already mentioned another episode podcast. Go listen on your favorite podcast platform. And you can follow them on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. I kind of already mentioned Magic JBM, but that's uh, John Midgley. He does magic. So he's got a Facebook page for it, Magic JBM. So go follow that. And then last but not least, the Sunday Slaw. That's Adam and Stephanie House. They eat coleslaw. They talk about coleslaw. They do Facebook Lives of themselves eating the coleslaw. So go like their page follow along listen to what they got to say tell them where they can get some good coleslaw and uh that's it everybody you guys were great enjoy your evening Uh, enjoy your weekend i'll be back sunday for sure maybe saturday for the patreon i love you babies it's nice and warm in my house i'm living large we'll see you guys later have a good day bye